0: I keep your picture upon the wall, it hides a messy stain that's lying there. I don't know how the stain got there, but it's okay. Um, hey, welcome to the Harlan Highway, ladies and gentlemen. So good to have you here. It's just Wonder Bar. Uh, what a show, what a show, what a show. Uh, we're going to have a great time today. Uh today I'm going back in time. How about that, gang? How many podcasts do you listen to where your host goes back in time? Yeah. I'm going back to visit with the dinosaurs on this podcast. Wait till you hear. I've got some live recordings of uh a time from a different time and a different place. Unbelievable. Uh also we're going to take a call from uh one of your uh one of our pavement pounders here today. A voicemail from the uh, Harland Highway answering machine. And uh, sadly, sadly, I believe Dr. Ascott will be coming by for me to do my on-air therapy session. Because the powers that be think I'm unstable. And if I don't do the therapy sessions on the air, they have to shut me down. I'm a liability. So uh, put your swimsuit on. Uh, we're going back in time. Jump into the time machine here at the Harlan Highway.
1: You just made a wrong turn onto the Harlan Highway. I am out here for you. You don't know what it's like to be me out here for you. It's like I picked the wrong week to quit smoking. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. It's like I took the wrong week to quit drinking. I make you laugh? I'm here to fucking amuse you. You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> what was it we had for dinner tonight? Well, we had a choice. Steak, fish. Yes, yes, I remember. I had lasagna. What do you
0: mean funny? Funny how? How am I
1: funny? It's like I picked the wrong week to quit amphetamines. got to stop for Samantha to say. Welcome to the Harland Highway. the wrong week to quit Dr. Grant. My dear Doctor
0: Zed, welcome to Jurassic Park. Okay, okay, Raj, cut it off. Cut it, Roger. Cut it off. Okay, I wasn't exactly in Jurassic Park, but let me tell you where I did go. <laughs> Oh, and it was just like Jurassic Park. I went to i was I was pedaling around in Florida, and I'm going down a highway in the middle of nowhere, and all of a sudden I see a big billboard for Dinosaur World. Okay, so I'm like, oh my god, they got a big statue of a T Rex, like a you know, eighty foot high statue of a T Rex. I'm like, oh man. I got to get myself to Dinosaur World. Are you kidding me? So uh that's what I did. I pu- I pulled off the highway. Got to go to Dinosaur World player. And uh I get out at uh, Dinosaur World and uh, you know, you walk in and immediately you're uh, you're confronted with a gift shop just full of stuffed toys. On one side is toys and plush toys and dinosaurs and puzzles and plastic and rubber toys. They don't look really all that well made either. There's dinosaur toys where the detail's really good and you're like, oh, wow. And then there's dinosaur toys where you're kind of like, yeah, this one has crossed eyes and there's like a blob of paint all over its nose. So then on the other side of the gift shop, and this gift shop's huge. It looks like a Home Depot in there. um, It's more like the scientific side where they're selling like fossilized dinosaur bones and raptor claws and all this cool stuff. And I drift over and uh, I'm seeing all these fossils still in the rock. And then I look closely and there's one of those little tiny gold stickers about the size of a Tic Tac. Says made in China, and I realize all these like fabricated fossils are just like made out of like plastic. They're like fake dinosaur fossils. It's like I'm not sure you you get bragging rights when you have a fake dinosaur fossil. It's like, hey, look at this. This is from. uh, It's not from the Jurassic era. It's not from the Paleozoic era. But it is from uh, just last year out of a warehouse in China where kids made it. Yeah, this is, this is a rare uh, Chinese plastic, this raptor claw. Uh, don't get it away from that candle. It'll melt. You can't look at it that close. Um, so I go out into dinosaur world and I'm not expecting live dinosaurs. Um, it's, it's a dinosaur. <laughs> but uh, I'm expecting, you know, uh, big giant statues. And I got them. There they were like big giant statues of dinosaurs all over the place. And they kind of had them, uh, you know, all in this wooded area, this Florida-like swampland. <laughs> So it looked very authentic. All the dinosaurs were uh, nestled, uh, you know, in the woods and next to rivers and swamps. And there was cypress trees with moss hanging off them and uh, all very authentic. Now, again, the giant dinosaurs, again, if you're going to open a, a world called Dinosaur World and your main attraction are the dinosaurs, you might want to hire a good artist, The the dinosaurs uh, were mixed. Some of them looked good. Some of them looked maybe like they were Down's dinosaurs, you know, from the Down syndrome period or something. Like their faces were a bit wide. Maybe their eyes a bit too close together. Something looked off, okay? And I'm not knocking Down syndrome, kids, but there's no other way for me to describe to make a comparison. Like these... You know, a down person uh, syndrome person looks the way they look, and uh, that's the way it is. That's the way God made it. And uh, these these recreations of dinosaurs, they looked off. They looked uh, kind of. Some of them looked down syndrome. Okay. Um, and then a few of them were like worn out. There were like holes through them. But for the most part, I'd say they did a pretty good job, and they they had them in in good poses. And they had them like uh, nestled in in the in the jungle, so it was kind of neat to walk through them. And I guess, I guess they were scaled up to size, so you kind of got a good good feeling of how massive these things are. I mean, just just gigantic animals, like you know, seven times the size of a full grown elephant. You know, just in, insane. Um, but here's where this swampy Jurassic world took a weird turn. I think if you're going to create the ambiance of a place in time that's 100 million years ago, I'm pretty sure they didn't have freeways back then. And here's here's where it got a little uh, unauthentic for me is I'm standing there under the uh, belly of a giant T-Rex and I can see 18 wheelers and people in convertibles going by in the background. It's like, it's like the highway was literally about uh, 100 feet from the perimeter of Dinosaur World. So here you're supposed to be in this throwback world and trying to imagine what it's like to walk amongst the dinosaurs. And there's uh, the Florida rush hour going by. Some guy in an eighteen wheeler delivering cabbage to Walmart <laughs> while well, I well, I stare at a woolly mammoth and a velociraptor. I mean nothing nothing takes the edge off of the threat of a T Rex bearing down on you than when you see a convoy of Priuses, Dodge Neons, and smart cars go by. It just kinda pops the bubble on the whole illusion. And uh, let me play a little recording of kind of how it sounded. I decided I'd I'd take an audio sample of me stepping back millions of years, hundreds of millions of years, into Dinosaur World with a modern-day freeway right behind their asses. Well, here I am at mysterious dinosaur world and uh, I don't know if you can hear the Jurassic highway in the background there was an 18 wheeler just behind the Dilopidon's head we're right beside a major highway I'm literally standing underneath a family of, I don't know what they're called, duropodons or something. I'm looking way up. These things are, their necks are taller than like 40 giraffes. And there's some little baby ones here. I gotta tell you, nothing like, uh, standing in the shadow of dinosaurs with, uh, a major freeway going by in the background, it just, just really drives home the whole Jurassic era, um, yeah, I'm, I'm worried not about being killed by a dinosaur, I'm worried about a car careening off the road and hitting a brontosaurus in the neck, okay, (laughs) alright, So there it is. There I am in the middle of dinosaur world with the traffic going by. And uh, one of the things that uh, that really threw me off when I got into this place, as well as the uh, convoys going past, was when I first got in, you know, most theme parks, you go to Disneyland, you got Mickey and uh, Minnie and Pluto and Donald Duck and Goofy. They're all in these really immaculate costumes you go to Knott's Berry Farm, and it's the Peanuts Gang and Scooby-Doo. Um, you know, they really take the, the time and the effort to make great costumes. I go into this place, and almost in- instantly, I see a, a person, a woman in a dinosaur costume, if you can call it that. She was wearing roller skates, uh, had a rubber mask of a T-Rex on, um had this horrible bodysuit and then a tail that was hanging but didn't even look attached to the body. And um like these scaly gloves and it it just it, it, it looked worse than a half assed homemade Halloween costume. And I I'll tell you that it looked like a sickly horrible dinosaur. It looked like leukemiosaurus or something. It looked like a Looked like if a dinosaur had leukemia, that this was this was it, this was Maximus Plurbius Leukemiosaurus or something. I mean, this thing looked like it was dying of cancer, and just horrible. And she rolled up on a bunch of kids, and the kids were just looking at her like, well, "What the hell's going on here? What are you?" And then, she, you know, I start walking through the park, and somehow she, you know, I'm the only one walking through this place because there's hardly anyone there. Somehow she gets in behind me and is, like, rolling behind me. And I'm like, I can hear your roller skates, leukemiasaurus. Stop, what are you, sneaking up on me? Like, and then we get on, like, this wooden bridge with a bunch of two-by-fours, and she's like, starts clacking along. It's just horrible. Um so you know not a top notch attraction it it's interesting i think a kid would be mesmerized by it but as an adult and you look at artistic quality and uh the craftsmanship it's kind of a low end place I, i'd say the uh the forest the jungle whatever it was 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 done better because it grew naturally i guess than the actual carvings or you know whatever they were, um, but one final interesting note that I thought was kind of ironic and really cool is I, as I standing there looking at these giant, giant lizards in this uh, in this wooded area, all of a sudden on one of the posts there was a, there were a bunch of posts lining the walkway, sitting there clung to the one of the posts was a real lizard. A little tiny guy, probably about three and a half inches long, like a a little gecko or a something. I don't I don't know the species, but I thought I I just stood there and I looked at it and I reached down and touched it and it kind of skittered away and I thought, wow, what what a what a what a weird planet we live on, you know, to go from from lizards that are the size of apartment buildings. And now here, and they all died, but yet here's this little tiny guy, the length of a cigarette, and he's still living and breathing and doing his thing. And by the way, what's he thinking in, 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 in dinosaur world? You gotta, you got to figure this kid's just delusional. You goes, "Gee, someday I'm going to grow up and be just like these guys. Right now, I'm just a little boy, but one day I'm going to be 95 feet tall. I can't wait. I want to be a dentist. I'm going to grow up and I'm going to be big. I'm not going to be this tiny little guy forever. Oh no. Just wait. I can I can almost feel my bones growing. Can't wait. Why don't you guys ever talk to me? Am I, is it because I'm too small? And why are you always in the same spot all the time? Why am I the only one moving around in here? What What's happening? Oh well, does a matter. I'm going to be a giant one day. Yeah, right, kid. Probably going to get eaten by a blue jay in about half an hour. Ah! So there you go. My little trip to Dinosaur World. I recommend it. I'm not going to dump on the place, but it is. It is a little. It's cheesy. It's not. It's not your high end Disney World type of uh, craftsmanship, but uh, it's a fun amusement. It. It did. Effectively take me back in time and make me think of being in that world, that prehistoric world. So uh, I'm grateful for that. I'm a dinosaur fan, so check it out, Dinosaur World, down in uh, Tampa, Florida. Doctor
1: Grant, my dear Doctor Zach, welcome to Jurassic. Yo, Harlan, Tony from Milwaukee. Uh, I've been listening to your show for a long time now, but uh, I got caught behind. I ended up uh, falling off around October, so I missed like three months. Now I'm trying to get all the last three months in, and uh, I was just going to call and say that. You know, every time I'm feeling shitty or whatever, thinking about how things aren't going great in life or whatever, I listen to your show, and I always get a great laugh, and... Uh, I mean, you're the man, dude. Just keep doing what you're doing. Um also I listened to your uh one of the podcasts where you're talking about lint and I was cracking up the whole time, but I listened to most of your podcasts as I'm laying in bed before I go to sleep and I had a dream that I was in a public bathroom and I pulled a brick sized piece of lint out of the uh the the paper towel dispenser. <laughs> And I ended up waking up really getting a good laugh about it. So I just want to call and let you know that your stuff really resonates, man. So, uh, all right, take care, buddy.
0: Well, I will take care, buddy. Thank you, Tony from Milwaukee. What a what a uh, wonderful uh, phone call. Thank you so very, very much. Uh, glad uh, it resonates with you. Glad uh, it puts a smile on your face. That's That's the whole thing behind this podcast, man. I uh I love I love to uh know that there's people out there listening and out of nowhere uh you can make them laugh and uh, have a good time. So uh thank you so very much for that uh feedback. And uh as far as your dream goes, holy smokes. That that's a uh that's a heavy one, man. Um maybe the next time I'm with uh, Dr. Ascot for for one of my sessions I'll uh I'll ask him about it or bring up dreams because uh, a brick-sized chunk of lint, that, I mean, if I'm interpreting that, Tony, it, it, it means that maybe you want to live in a house of lint. It's like the first brick. It's like Eskimos when they cut out a brick of ice in the snow. You You've somehow got such a passion, such a love for soft, fluffy, wonderful lint. That you're starting to dream about constructing a lint house. Brick by linty brick. And, uh, I mean, God help you if it rains. You're going to absorb so much water or if it gets windy. Or think of the the invitation to the mice and the rats who want to nest in your soft little brick exterior and interior. And oh, But, oh, God, what a warm, fuzzy little house. I mean, you wouldn't be able to have a fireplace because you'd burn down in about three seconds, but, uh, whew, I like it. Well, thank you for the call, Tony. Uh, keep on listening. Tell your friends about the Harland Highway. And, uh, hey, man, we'll keep, uh, we'll keep grinding away here, putting a smile on your face as you're, Falling asleep? Wait, what? I
1: listen to most of your podcasts as I'm laying in bed before I go to sleep.
0: Well, uh, uh, well okay, okay. Uh, fair enough. If I if I can uh, make you go to sleep with a smile on your face, that's good enough for me, buddy. Keep on listening. Thanks again. And if you want to call and leave a uh, a message for yours truly... It's easy to do. Uh, You don't have to talk to anyone. It's just an answering machine, so you can leave uh, whatever comment you want. Go to 323-739-4330, and uh, and, uh, I'll be there. I'll be there. uh, Well, I won't be there, but my voice will be there uh, telling you how to leave a message in case you don't know how to leave a message. Hello, Holland. What, What are you doing here? I heard you call my name, Arland. What? I didn't call your name, Dr. Ascot. I heard you talking about dream anxiety, Arland. Okay, but I wasn't... (sighs) I heard you say I'll talk to Dr. Ascot about my dream anxiety, Arland. Okay, I did say that. Quote, unquote. What? Quote, unquote. Don't say quote-unquote to me. Quote. Don't say unquote to me. Unquote. Stop with the fancy word games. Arlen, tell me about your dream anxiety, Arlen. Are we going to do this right now? Arlen, you know you have to do your on-air therapy sessions. Yes, but I wasn't planning for it right now. As isosceles once said, Arland, now is as good as ever. Isosceles? Yes, Arland, a Greek philosopher. Is- isn't isosceles like a, a measuring tool, like an isosceles triangle? Carry on, Arland. Well, God, what is... Carry on, Arland. Don't drag my name out. Arland. <laughs> All right, my dreams. Let's get this over with. Yes, Holland. Tell me about your dream anxiety. Well, I... I have dreams at night like everyone else, I guess. Exactly, Holland. And I guess in them I, I, I feel like uh, there's no sense of grounding. There's no sense of points of reference. They're so ambiguous and strange and delusional that I, I... I, I I feel helpless in my dreams. It's a common theme, Holland. Well, I just... I feel discombobulated and I wake up panicky and even when I'm in the dreams I feel panicky and insecure and I understand, Holland. That's because life is a very complicated, scattered process, Holland. Well, I guess I could agree with that. And your dreams just exemplify... All the scatteredness in your real life, Holland. Um, okay, I'll, I'll buy into that, Dr. Ascot. Exactly, Holland. Life is like a crab cake. What? A crab cake? Life is like crab meat, Holland, And you have to bring it all together and push it all into one pile, Holland, Like a crab cake. Well, that's an interesting analogy. I guess, yeah, we've got all kinds of different things going on in our lives, and and life can get fractured, I guess. Exactly, Holland. And if you bring everything together, compress it into a pile, like a delicious crab cake, Holland. Yeah, like a, like a crab cake with lemon juice on it, Holland. Well, let's not get too elaborate here, but okay, I think I see that. You see, Holland, life goes around and around in a circle. Well, okay, I've heard that said before. Around and around like a delicious deep-battered calamari ring, Holland. Well, like a circle, there's a lot of things that are a a circle shape, but none more delicious than a lightly browned, deep-battered, fresh calamari ring, Holland. Well, okay, it's a ring, I get it. A calamari ring, Arland. Okay, a calamari ring, God. You see, life can be a prickly affair, Arland. Yes, I I, I agree with that. It's very, very prickly, like like a sea urchin, Arland, at a delicious seafood restaurant. Um, okay, it's prickly. But at the end of the day, Arland, life is like a cocktail. One must drink it up. Yes, okay, there, you're on to something. A cocktail. A delicious shrimp cocktail, Arland. Okay, well, hold on. Big, plump, juicy tiger shrimp from the bottom of the Caspian Sea, Arland. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yes, Holland. What is with all the seafood references? I'm not sure what you mean, Arland. Well, you, you, you keep saying life is like a crab cake and a, a deep-battered calamari ring and a delicious shrimp cocktail? From the bottom of the Caspian Sea, Arland. Okay. It's a, it's, it's prickly like a sea urchin? Yes, Arland. Life is like a big... Giant seafood buffet, Holland. Okay. A big seafood buffet. It's, I thought you just said buffet. I changed it to buffet, Holland. It's buffet. 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 Buffet, Ascot. Buffet, Holland. Ugh. What is it? And what is that foam box on your lap? What, Holland? There's a big, it looks like a takeout box on your lap. Well, I'm glad you asked, Arlen. Let me just pull this open. What the hell is that? Nothing, Arlen. Now let's continue. That looks like a lobster. Arlen, let's continue with your therapy. Tell me more about your discombobulated, delicious red snapper dreams. Red snapper dreams? With a nice marmalade sauce. So- what are you, what's with all the seafood? Why is there a lobster on your lap? and let's not let my dinner last night at the seafood buffet distract us. From- Wait a minute, you went out to a seafood buffet? Buffet, Allen. Ah. You were at a seafood buffet last night? Oh yes, Allen, all you can eat. And you bring your leftovers here? It's just a lobster, Holland. A delicious three-pound lobster from the Atlantic coast. I don't care where it's from. Are we doing therapy here? Or are we reliving your b- meal at the buffet? Buffet. At the, at the buffet! Holland, I'm doing no such thing. Would you pass me that melted butter, Holland? What do we... You don't even care about my dreams. You're just just getting off. You got some kind of seafood buffet fetish. Buffet, Arland. Would you hand me those nutcrackers, please? What do you mean? Thank you, Arland. Now let's continue. What is that? Please continue with your dreams, Arland. Your deep-fried... Fish and chips dreams. What what are you cracking? Don't eat lobster while we're talking. Holland, I'm on my lunch break. Are you telling me you came in here to eat your leftovers for lunch and pretended it's a therapy session? Holland, mind, I'm trying to eat the tail. Get out of here. Holland. Get out. Go eat your lunch in the cafeteria. The chairs are much nicer and softer in your studio, Holland. You, get out of here! I'm not letting you sit here and eat your lobster. Stop cracking that stuff! Stop it! Holland, I'm not cracking it. I heard it cracking! Holland. There it is again! Stop it! Get out of here! Holland, it is really nice in here to eat seafood. Get out! Go to the cafeteria! Using my... Time to pretend you're doing a therapy session so you can eat your damn stupid seafood buffet leftovers. Buffet, Holland. Get out! Would you like a shrimp, Papa Holland? Get out! Holy God. What a moron. Roger, What? thanks a lot for letting him in. I knew something was up. Today wasn't my on-air therapy day. And suddenly he's here right on cue talking about pretending life is like seafood. So the guy can sit in my nice leather chair in my studio and eat is unbelievable. Can you just give me a heads up next time, please? What a dork. I apologize. I'm going to end the show. I'm, I'm too irate now. And there's like, there's, it smells like a, fish tank in here, Roger. All right, let's get to some announcements. Again, I'm I'm sorry for that, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Ascot. Uh, let's see what's going on. Uh this weekend, if you're kicking around uh Hollywood, Los Angeles, California, I'm going to be doing a, a show Saturday night, February 22nd at the Melrose Improv on Melrose Boulevard, legendary improv. One of the original comedy clubs in the country. And that's uh, a legends going in and out of there. It's a great club. 8 o'clock show. I'm going to have like three special guests on the show. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, go to harlanwilliams.com and get your tickets. Uh, or just click on my uh, stand-up schedule. Or go to uh, improv.com to get tickets. And uh, make sure you get them because it's going to be packed, packed. I say. Um, and then what else can I do? The following week, uh, the following weekend, uh, that'll be February 27th uh, through Saturday, March 1st. I'll be in San Diego, California, at the American Comedy Co. Incredible club, great city. Come on down and catch me ripping it up down there. That's going to be a great time. Um, And then uh, if you're in Dallas, if you're in uh, good old Dallas, Texas, uh, March 13th through uh, March 16th, I'll be at the Addison Improv. Addison Improv in uh, Dallas, Texas. Again, you can see all these dates on my website at harlanwilliams.com. Uh, also go to atc.com, All Things Comedy, which is the uh, podcast network where you can find my podcast. It is good, good stuff. A lot of other funny uh, comedians on there with podcasts. And uh, what else? Make sure you subscribe when you go to my website. Subscribe to my YouTube channel because we are posting lots of silly, silly videos for your enjoyment. And once you subscribe, you'll be notified of any new videos that go up. And uh, it's, uh, it's a good time, man. It's a really good time, okay? Yeah, it's really cool. Um, what else, what else, what else, what else? Uh, check out the store at com, and, um, if you want to write to me, if you want to leave me an email, uh, you can write me at com, or if you want to leave me a voicemail about anything, 323-739-4330, that's 323-739-4330 and eventually, if I like them, we put your uh, calls and letters on the uh, show. As you uh, heard earlier in uh, this show, we played uh, Pavement Pounders Call, so you might get on there. It's all about what tickles my fancy. I don't uh, pick and choose uh, you know, with any discrimination. It's just uh, whatever kind of catches my attention, I'll put it on there. Uh, love hearing from you guys. Love having you here at the show. Thank you so much for being here. Be sure to tell your friends. Send them a link or uh, whatever to the uh, Harlan Highway podcast. Love to get people laughing and, and uh, being exposed to Dr. Ascot. Holland, oh, get out of here. I've got some deep-fried cod fillets, and Get out! <laughs> <laughs> So that's it for today, gang. I hope you had a great time. I'll see you at Red Lobster. And until next time, chicken chow mein with extra shrimp, baby. Now you're really getting into the groove, Holland.
1: Get out!